Drake and like Kobe. Like there are certain people where if you don't like them, I feel like you don't like yourself. Welcome back to Starring Milan, the podcast. It is season three, episode six, and I am PMSing, I think. Does PMSing mean when you're on your period, or is it, like, when you have your period, you say you're PMSing, or is PMSing, like, a personality thing when you're, like, on your period? Like, I'm having, I'm not, I'm not feeling good, I'm PMSing. What does it's it mean? It's a personality thing. Is it? So if you're on your period and you feel okay and you're still in a good mood, you're not technically PMSing. I think. I don't know. I don't know. We weren't really... I can't remember sex ed. By the way, that's Lena talking, you guys. We finally got her a mic. I promised you guys that we were going to get her one, and we. I think we figured it out. We're kind of having like technical difficulties, but we're working through them. We're trying to figure out how to get her a mic. You can't quite see her yet. Maybe one day we'll put a camera on her, but um, she looks decent, presentable today, I guess. Not so bad. But <laughs> uh, she has a mic, so now you can hear her talking all this shit instead of uh, you know me repeating what she's saying or you faintly listening to her in the background. I think she has a definition for us, actually. PM- <laughs> Premenstrual syndrome, a group of symptoms that occur in women, typically... Be- okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, so basically, it's why you're on your period. If you're having the symptoms of being on your period, then you're PMSing. So yes, I'm PMSing. This is day. I got my period on January 1st. Fuck me. And I'm still on it, right? Um, by the way, happy 2020. It is a new decade. Happy New Year. I just want to say, I know that people are probably thinking, why did I end abruptly? I know I told you guys I was going to come back after Thanksgiving. Basically, I had a surgery and I thought I'd be okay to come back and I wasn't. So, um, that's why it took me so long to come back. I'll explain everything next week because that'll be the topic of next week's episode. I will get into the details of the surgery, what kind of surgery, and, and just everything. But right now, I want to get into this episode. If you're new here, welcome. Um, if you're listening on the podcast app, there's also a visual to this. Visit youtube.com forward slash starring Milana, and you'll see my beautiful face and hear Alina's voice on the YouTube channel. Um, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment. If you're listening on the podcast app, leave a rating or a review. I will appreciate it. This is, uh, again, season three, episode six. You guys, I started my podcast. The first episode was released January 7th of last year. So it's been a year of having this podcast and I think it's grown so much. We've gone through three seasons. We've had new backdrops. We've done all kinds of weird shit in between. Um, still trying to find our footing, but I think we're in a good place. So let's just get into it. This podcast has three different segments. The first one is called BTS, where we kind of recap my past week. The second one is called Talkworthy. We pick a few things going on in the media, and we try to offer a new or different perspective. And the third segment is called Dropping Gems, where we pick a topic of the week and we drop a few gems. So let's just start with BTS. The past few months, so I released my last podcast like second or third week of November. So it's been quite some time since I spoke with you guys. But basically, because of my surgery, I haven't been able to work out. I still can't work out. So I'm kind of on like a downward spiral. If I'm not working out, I'm not eating healthy. Um, so my pescatarian carbivore life has kind of continued, trickled down into a lot of, uh, you know, French fries, fried foods, Taco no Bell. meat, Taco Bell, you guys, I can't stop eating Taco Bell, crunch wraps, the, the crunch wraps with the beans, great for any pescatarian looking for some bad 
fad fast food options. Fat, fat, fast food options. I mean, it's both. It's, it's fat both and fast. And fat, wait, fat and fast. Um, so, yeah, that's been rough. But I have been sleeping in, so I don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. for Orange Theory. That's been the plus side. But I have been cooking more. And that's also part of, like, you know, in 2020, I want to, like, cook a lot. But I've been cooking more. I think I've pretty much perfected salmon. Which isn't so hard. I don't think to perfect, you know, just bake it, you season it however you want. But it's getting better, tastier. Um, pasta, you know, but the butter, salt, and pepper. Pretty basic pasta. Uh, we should probably start, like, you know, we need to, like, start dabbling into sauces. We've been using the the can, the jarred sauces. The jarred? Jarred or can't? Is it a jar? The sauce in a glass bottle. What is it called? It's just in a jar. Oh. Anyways, it's not a can. It's a jar. Oh, it's a but jarred sauce is in a not jar. a word. Oh, jarred is not a word. Okay, the can, the can. No, the sauce in a jar. Um, we've the been, tomato sauce. Basically, <laughs> she's talking about tomato sauce. We make pasta with tomato sauce we've in been a making, jar. Yeah, we've been making pasta with tomato sauce uh, and a vodka sauce. Oh, I just kissed my mic. Um, so that's been good. We need to start making our own sauces from scratch. I mean, I make, like, steak, but... Milana doesn't eat. No, I don't eat that. So you're kind of limited to my (laughs) diet here when you come to Casa. What is this? Casa what? De Milana. (laughs) Um, What else has been going on? So Lena and I, at the end of last year, we kind of started a production company. Not kind of, we did. uh, Called Noir Notebook Productions. Please follow us on Instagram. Not that we post. I think we have one post so far. We have three and they all have been posted by me. Oh, sorry. See, I don't even know. One of them is of her. Oh my god, I didn't know there were three posts. Wow, yeah, I'm really snoozing. There's the logo, you, uh, okay. and Iris. Ha, huh, yeah, I could see how that would be three. <laughs> so we are going to post more. Please follow us. But basically, we have this production company. We're producing content for other people. Um, Iris's YouTube channel has been thriving. So we, that was our first client. We're dabbling in a few um, different things. We have some new clients coming our way. A lot of it is YouTube content. Um, and yeah, and, and, and it's. I think this is like where we're supposed to be. It's going pretty well. Um, so follow us and keep up with us. We've been working nonstop. We were up to like midnight yesterday. We work basically every night. Getting a little delirious. Yeah, getting a little delirious. You know, we, uh, Lena takes care of her mother, you know, pretty much 24-7. I have a full-time job. So um, this is our second job for both of us. So it's been been rough. Also, I, after my surgeries, I went to the doctor to kind of like round up the year of all of my, you know, appointments. And I had like a like little like lump or lump, a lump. Something was inflamed in my throat. It still is. So I went to get that checked out. And I also went to get my foot checked out because to me, my ankle appeared swollen. But after having x-rays, apparently forever now, I've had a crack in my ankle. So now I'm forced to wear the orthopedic like insoles in my shoes. So bitch is really getting old like that was my reality check um and both of those doctors told me that basically I'm super tense up here I carry all of my stress in my shoulders and my lower back and I need to do physical therapy before I end up having to have some sort of surgery so I'm broken um that also happened and then um hmm, what else I went to Michigan for the winter for the winter. <laughs> That's actually really funny. It sounds like something Game of Thrones related for the winter. I went to Michigan and... For the holidays. For the holidays. I came back on Christmas Eve to spend with my sister. It did not snow again. And it was actually warmer in fucking Michigan than it was in LA at one point. So I just want to say global warming is real. 
Uh, if you don't believe it, you uh, live under a rock somewhere, and it was like freezing in LA and no snow in Michigan, which is a disappointment. Like, I want to see snow if I'm going to Michigan. You know, like, what's the point of the cold if there's no snow? But it wasn't that cold. It was like 55 and 51 here. Um, I would, no, I'm, I also want to backtrack. Um, Milana's neck was so bad, I had to gift her a at home some sort of massager mm-hmm. um full disclosure she literally sent me the link and i just shipped it to her house but you know you know you're getting like old to the point where you're like texting your friend like what do you want for christmas honestly bitch i need this and it's like uh in home like neck massager because you're so fucked up from life right or like a, a pot like is <laughs> gino's parents like what does he want for christmas like, honestly he wants a new skillet <laughs> like, and gino's parents no. i'm like just and they got him a gift card to bed bath and be like this is how you know like, we got like oven mitts for christmas and i'm happy about it because i had one oven mitt i couldn't find the other one so now i have three <laughs> so this is how you know you're like really really getting old is when you're excited about these kinds of gifts um salt and pepper shakers great they oh, yeah, fit so my decor. Yeah. yeah, like if they, it makes sense, you know. Um, I'm also gonna need you to um, tell them like what happened with this lump because you just told them you had oh, a lump yeah. in your neck and you uh, never. I don't, actually, I don't really know what happened. So I went there. She made like she kind of stuck like a, a camera down my throat. Um, she filled me up and she was like, you know, they, your lymph nodes are a little bit inflamed, but nothing abnormal, nothing for us to worry about. Like most people have things that, you know, go on in their necks all the time. And I'm like, this is so weird. I can fucking feel it, you know? But she's like, nothing to worry about. It could be like a strain. You did have just have a surgery and like all kinds of stuff. So um, she told me not to worry about it unless it gets bigger or worse. So I'm kind of like monitoring it, but it gave me a peace of mind to like chill out because I was freaking the fuck out. Anytime there's something in my neck or my throat, I get scared because I had that scare before, but like the lump in my neck that they had to you know, do a surgical biopsy for because they thought it was cancerous and I just get freaked out. So I'm like extra paranoid, um, especially anything in my body, but especially with my neck or throat. So I think I'm okay. But she basically told me that I need to see physical therapist. Then my foot doctor told me I need to see physical therapist because I'm just like broken, whatever. Um, What else has been going on? So guys, I am proud and ashamed at the same time. To say that I have now finished so many seasons of Housewives that um, I can basically win any kind of Housewives trivia you have to offer. And I'm not talking about like a couple episodes. I'm talking about season one to season 15 of Real Housewives of OC. Uh, one to 11 of New York. One to nine or 10 of Beverly Hills and New Jersey. I have watched so much reality TV whilst, um, you know, being bedridden, I guess. <laughs> Uh, that it is kind of shameful, but I'm so happy that I finished Real Housewives of New Jersey. Joe Gorga is a gem. Um, and I don't think my, my boyfriend listens to this, this podcast, but you know, he's probably every woman's husband dream. He just is like so obsessed with his wife and he's like the seventh housewife on the show. He's like all up in it and not in like a, like a sloppy mention and be involved in a woman's business, but like in a really mature positive way he's on the show love joe gorga if you're going to start with any housewives i would say do new york or new jersey really just gems for 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 television i like feeling numb they make me numb i feel nothing when i watch them except pure joy i can't really explain it it's like uh it's like my drugs you know people do drugs or they drink like a glass of wine i'm just like take me like take me housewives so i've pretty much watched i just started dallas and i'm gonna finish that in like a month and then i'll get to atlanta because atlanta's got a lot of seasons okay um and i think for the oh the last thing i want to talk about is i think lena flooded my toilet last night no i'm just kidding oh my god she blames me for everything so lena comes over come over and it's 
already. And there was like a bubble bath in my toilet. It's like someone had a bubble bath in my toilet. And it's just like, at least it wasn't shit. That was like a point. That's what I, I was but like, it, it was like, like bubbles coming out of my toilet. And it's just like a pretty new building. So I don't know what's happening. So I was going to come and look at it. But if you've ever experienced a bubble bath in your toilet, let me know. Okay, guys, I think that's all for BTS. We're going to get into the talk-worthy segment. Um, you know, I thought about it. There's been a lot that's been going on the past couple of weeks while I've been gone, except for this last week. I, I don't know, maybe it was the New Year's. Not much has really been going on. Um, so I've kind of just picked one thing I want to talk about. Usually, if this is your first time listening, we pick several topics and we kind of dive into them that have been going on the past week. So this time I'm just going to talk about the Drake interview. Um, I think it was two hours too long, <laughs> but it was totally worth it. Every single minute of it was like worth watching. If you enjoy Drake, I guess. I I'm don't gonna know. have to disagree. You don't it think was it was not, so? It was it long. Was it was kind of hard to watch. Very you long. have to watch it in like two or three settings. No, I Sittings. watched it all in one sitting. Sitting, sitting, sitting. Really? Yeah, if you like Drake, it was I really love Drake, but it's like I don't have two straight two and a half straight hours of my day. You know, I, I mean to, like, I watched break, it before I went up. to sleep. I think I, I think I watch it maybe in like two. But anyways, I'm like a girl of specifics. It's on <laughs> rap radar. This like bitch, I need a, a girl of specifics. I do. I wanna help them out. It's on Rap Radar, which is like a podcast that Title does and they basically do interviews with like rap moguls like yeah. they've done one with Jay-Z it's also on Drake's YouTube but um yeah it was really good it was two hours and 20 minutes and it, was it was good to watch the video because I, I the mm -hmm. first thing I would like listen to it because I was driving and then the the rest of it I watched on his YouTube channel and it was nice to like really see his facial expressions mm -hmm. and like you can see in his eyes and like really what he has to say the reactions of the interviewees interviewees um so it was yeah I liked it I think um First of all, I mean, it's Drake. What's not to like about Drake? I feel like Drake, this is how I feel. Drake and, like, Kobe. Like, there are certain people where if you don't like them, I feel like you don't like yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they, these are people who want to be the best versions of, like, themselves and, like, give to the world what they were here like really are their purpose to the world they're here to give it right and I feel like Drake is one of those people who gives it all and like so is Kobe so I feel like if you don't like those people you don't necessarily like like or respect them I guess that's my the, the better word if you don't respect them then there's you don't like yourself because like they're really the trying to be the best versions of themselves um they're always like to go off of that um trying to like get better in their craft yeah. and that's really evident with both Kobe yeah. and Drake he talks about it a lot in his interview a big bulk of his interview is how he always tries to outdo himself mm -hmm. and like get better like he's his own competition yeah. he's in his own lane and like you have to respect that always um I've always liked Drake he's one of my favorite artists I can remember the exact like moment same thing with the weekend the exact moment where I first heard so far gone still my favorite mixtape of all time that and house of balloons from the weekend um my, it was senior year of high school and my little boy thing, um, I was leaving his house and we were listening to it and I was like, oh, this is dope. We heard like one or two songs. I wasn't really like, I knew Drake, DeCrassi, but I didn't like really think about it, put two and two together. I didn't think like anything of it, like didn't foresee him becoming this huge artist. Um, and this guy that I was talking to at the time, I was a senior in high school. He made me, this is like, so, I don't know, it just like shows you the times and like 
what what meant to be thoughtful he made me a copy of like a cd a copy of, of so far gone wrote so far gone to like wrote on the disc like a nice little message to me and then like gave it to me and i was listening to that disc like for weeks and knew every single word and it was just like i don't know so important to the end of my like for me to for the end of my high school career you know and that always stuck with me and it just always left me with wanting more and i always like i don't that's I love all of Drake's work, but that to me just really like solidified who he is and who he always will be as an artist. Like, I don't know, hands down, my like the best mixtape. Well, where was your first time, Lena? Do I don't. You remember? I can't remember because I was in Saudi. Oh, you were in Saudi. Were, yeah, were you guys listening to Drake in Saudi yet? I mean, so I remember listening to Chris Bro- Chris Brown in Saudi. I don't have a good. <laughs> I don't have a good memory. Like, I remember Run It, like, listening to it on yeah. my iPod. I can't remember. If you were a senior, I would have been a sophomore. Yeah, I can't remember the exact... You would have like, been a junior. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> How old do you think I am? No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I can't remember, like, the exact time. But, yeah, we were listening to him. Everything kind of came, like, just a little bit after. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas was, like, my favorite song, um... I think everyone's was, and he says this interview was best I ever had. Like, that yeah. was crazy. Like, that was... Of course, that was, yeah. like, but one of the more lower, like, low-key songs that what wasn't a yeah. single. But, yeah, I can't remember the exact setting, but for sure. Yeah. Um, so, a few things that he said in the interview that stuck out to me. Just a few gems. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But, um, let's see. The first few minutes into it, he says that he took two weeks off and he felt, like, really guilty about it. Um, he says that he feels guilty when he doesn't work and he wrote like an apology letter to all the people he works with like sorry basically for like taking time off which I'm like damn I wish I was that sorry um guys I'm really sorry for (laughs) for just abruptly canceling my podcast um pausing not canceling yes there you go oh that's what I meant pausing yes I'm like it's canceled (laughs) I say this a lot though I I always say that people talk about sin right like you know premarital sex or murder and all these sins and I I always say this I think one of the biggest sins is being placed on this earth and you're not doing what you're meant to do here like not living out your purpose not listening to God's um plan for you right and I think that for Drake whether he you know realizes or not and in my view point he is really on this earth like doing what he is meant to do and um I think that maybe that's why he feels this, like, regret or this, like, sorrow for not, you know, working as hard as he should be in those moments when he's taking time off. But, like, this this really is his offering to the world. Like, this is his offering to the world. This is his offering to God. And I understand why he pours everything into it. Um, but I think that, you know, it's really important to find balance because that's where a lot of people lose it is if oh, you work, 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 work. You drown yourself in work. You wake up one day and you're like, wow, I have all the success. I have, you know, the house that I wanted and everything that I wanted. But, you know, all I have is my work. And that, that's... that's a good point because I didn't think about that, of why he was so guilty mm-hmm. that he took time off. And then he made another comment that I really liked where he was, like, ta- giving an analogy about being, like, um, uh, driving. What is it? Um, like when you're the head uh, captain of, mm-hmm. um, he gave an analogy of being like the captain of a ship and that he has so many people riding on yeah. his career, like their jobs ride on his career. So it's interesting to see like how the pressure he felt of 
if he takes a break or if he's no longer Drake, like, all these people don't have a job anymore. Yeah. So. And But, you know, if he's been doing it, I mean, they keep saying artists of the decade. He's been doing it for a decade straight. And, I, you know, he has all this success and all these things and, like, these houses and this plane, whatever. But it's interesting that he says that now that he built his house, he feels like this is his. This is such an accomplishment for him. This is the house that he's always wanted, and he's finding like a little bit of balance and peace. Waking up every day, having that espresso, drinking his glass of wine, and he's like, "Wow, like I feel a little more balanced." And it's like this house. You know, he's had houses before. He has a house in Calabasas. He has condos, whatever. But this house is like now he's finally gifted himself the one thing that he's wanted. Yeah, I'm looking at Lena as if she's a camera. Um, that he's, you know, he finally gifted himself this one thing that he's wanted and, and there it is. Like, this is his piece. So I think that's that's really interesting. Um, the second thing that really spoke to me in this interview is when they asked him about, you know, meeting someone special and people say to him, like, you can't be single forever. He should have settled down by now. I mean, I think he's 33. So he's turning 34 this year. Um, and he talks about how he loves his space and he loves his work and he really loves his routine, which is so important. So he said that for him to break that for someone, it has to be obviously someone super special. Um, like he can't function without that person for a long period of time. And he says he's found that a few times in his life, but he hasn't been able to hold on to it. Um, and it's so crazy because I feel like there's so many great people in the world and he probably comes across all of them a lot of them but it's it he just can't hold on to one he also so, he also said that he needs a person to like love music just as much yes. as him so mm-hmm. like he also was like saying that that's super important to him which makes sense yeah and that's probably part of it like if you i mean for me if you think like when he said that i thought of rihanna and j-lo just because of their place in music as well yeah but those were the two people i thought of when he said that that he found it he's probably had so many relationships yeah, we've never even true. heard of you know he's very private um what i took most of this is his refusal to kind of like settle down like that message not to settle down to settle um that message is really important because if you look at everything he's done he's not a person who just like settles or is like in a space of comfort um he's always wants to be challenged and to challenge so that probably is hard to find to not have that feeling of like okay this person is good enough this person is you know pretty enough kind enough likes music enough um he he, we always hear about his confidence and he thinks that the reason why he's so successful is he's always had this vision he's known he was going to be this this successful he's had this vision for his life he basically manifested it so i think he's probably going to manifest someone in his life and he just hasn't seen that yet he also talks about like the part of the manifestation that he would take um like a girl he was talking to at the time or um, driving around the neighborhood in which he built his house Mm -hmm. in Toronto that he's talking about now. And I was going to say earlier, it's crazy that he's so wealthy, successful, but it took him 10 years Mm -hmm. to get the house that he wanted in his hometown. Like you can tell by watching um, the video that that meant a lot to him. Like, like Milana said, he's had so many houses, but the, he's very prideful of like where he comes from. And anyways, he was just saying that he used to, drive girls around and say like this is where I'm gonna have a house one day and but to me that shows this like not wanting to settle because he could have been purchased this house or a house in this neighborhood but he wanted it he wanted to build it from the ground up he wanted it to be like exactly what he's like envisioned it to be this his whole life you know so I don't know he just a visionary young Drake um 
Aubrey. Young Drizzy. Drizzy. Uh, okay, the last thing in this interview that I thought was really interesting is when they asked him what was his one of his biggest, well, what are his biggest um, accomplishments in the past 10 years? You know, you would think he's, he would actually, I didn't think he would say the Grammys because he was like, fuck the Grammys when he won because like they really disrespect. He's like the Leonardo DiCaprio of the Grammys to the Oscars. Like they really were trying to play him all these years. But he said that, um, that his career has a lot of integrity and respect and that is one of his biggest accomplishments is that he did not change. Like he didn't let this success change him and he didn't let it destroy him. Um, he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't abuse alcohol. Like he drinks it, but he doesn't abuse it. Uh, he's still intact. He made a lot of money. He's been to a lot of places. And he's had a lot of opportunity to fuck it up. And he hasn't fucked it up. I don't think I've ever heard an artist really talk about that interview in, in an interview. Like, I, my one of my biggest accomplishments is that I haven't fucked it up. And you're like, oh. Like, you know, you, you don't ever hear someone say that. Like, people be like, oh, well, I performed at the Super Bowl. Or I've had 10 number one singles or whatever the case is. He's like, no, my biggest accomplishment is that I'm still the same person that I was my mom can still look at me and see me and that I haven't fucked this up yet. And when you think about it, you're like, damn, a lot of people fuck it up. Like, people do have to end up going to rehab. People, you know, do a lot of drugs. Look, I'm not saying, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying people some way, somehow, this industry gets to them. This lifestyle can get to you and you do end up fucking it up. And he hasn't yet. I mean, it's it's been... 10 years and also luckily he wasn't taken advantage of a lot of people in this industry get taken advantage of so um I feel like he hasn't and maybe he didn't give anybody the opportunity to I think he's been in control of his career um and what he wanted it to be for 10 plus years yeah I think something else that's kind of, that he talks about as well as that I thought was super admirable was kind of giving advice to younger mm-hmm. rappers and yeah. you know, he did that throughout the interview the whole time like the interviewees maybe weren't asking questions like that but he always brought it mm-hmm. back to that and like basically gave them gems and like little messages throughout the interview about like staying true to yourself and like yeah I just thought that was super admirable like he cares about bringing people up with him yeah and that's why I think we respect him a lot yeah so if you haven't listened to it I really would recommend and suggest you guys Lena was really pushing it on me and I was like bitch I'd rather be watching Housewives but no um it was great and yeah he doesn't do a lot of these so it was like totally it was totally worth it and you might learn a thing or two or it might inspire you in some way I was like damn I need to go really manifest my board let me go stare at my vision board <laughs> um but that's the only thing I'm going to talk about in talk worthy we'll be back to you know regularly scheduled programming stumbled a little but I said that right um next week and we'll recap the top uh week's news stories but now we're gonna go into the dropping gems segment and I thought because it's the first Monday of the year and we are starting a new decade that we're gonna do like a kind of a tradition kind of what we did last year because it was the first episode of the year is talk about our 2020 determinations so if you are a starring Milana OG listener then you know we don't call them resolutions here because it's cliche and people roll their eyes and it's like, oh, a resolution, you know, you work on it halfway through the year, you're like done. So we kind of try to take that part out of it and we call them determinations because we are determined to accomplish our goals here at Starring Milana. So first, I want to kind of recap a few of my last year and tell you the status of them. Um, I had a few that I talked about on this podcast and some that I kind of had on private. So um, I'm going to just go through a few of them. One of them was to carry this podcast through the year, and we did that, even though we had a few, you know, pauses and some technical difficulties and, you know, my hard drive crashing, all kinds of shit. 
but we carried it through the year, and we're here in January. We finished off with 44 uh, countries, with listeners in 44 countries, and um, almost 40 states, listeners in almost U.S. states. So we did pretty well, Lena. Um, another resolution was to take the next step in my relationship with my boyfriend. I didn't know what that looked like or what that meant, but we moved in together, so that was a big deal. That happened. Um, I wanted to pay off my debt, and I had a lot of college debt, so I paid off a huge chunk of my loan. I have a very small one left, and that was a big deal to me. Um, read five books. <clears throat> Lena, you want to comment on that? How'd that go? Really, Lena and I had the same resolution for that one. You want to talk about that, Lena? I read three books. Ooh. Um, so that's that's a lot for yeah. that's a lot for never like finishing one. You yeah, know? <laughs> never. <finish> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my goal um, this year would to be to do five, but yeah, I did three. Couldn't couldn't get to that five. Moana did, though, so I'm super proud of her. I did, and my, you know, I read five. By and the she, way, same and thing. And she started um, a book club. I, yes, we started a book club, and, you know, it started with Lena and I, and then it became Lena, me, and Lucia, and then it became, like, ten girls. So and then it, I disappeared. And then Lena disappeared. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, even, you know, before this, I hadn't finished a book in years. Like, just to sit down and read a book was like, well, oh, my God, this is so time-consuming. Like, you know, but when you're forced and, like, people are holding you accountable. That's the beauty of this book club. Um, you kind of have to read because we're recapping every Monday. By the way, if you want to join, let me know. We haven't started our first book of the year yet, but we will soon. We don't know what that is. Can you guys please send me your uh, suggestions? Either leave a comment or DM me at Starring Milana and let me know what book we should read next. We read five books last year. Um, kind of like a mixture of like self-help and biographies and a thriller. So we're open to books. Um, so I read five books and two daily devotionals. So just like a, a passage a, a day, one from like a more of a spiritual one, one from a stoic kind of practice. So those were interesting. I'm going to reread the stoic one again this year. So I'm kind of started already and I just read a little, you know, one page a day. It's really easy. That was great. Um, one of my goals was to start a production company and I didn't know if that was going to be this year or in the future. And we randomly did sitting in my living room one day. Um, eating fat burger. Eating fat. Were we eating fat burger? Yeah, we were. I have video footage oh my of God. it. Yeah, we, I don't know what happened. We just like woke up one day and we're like, "This is the day we're gonna." We're like, <laughs> we can make this official. So that was fun. Uh, I think I talked about my eating habits and working out. So, you know, it's not been super consistent. It's like up and down. Working out, I did work out enough, and up until you know, I had I had the surgery and I couldn't work out anymore. My eating habits always up and down. I can't you know can't say I'm super, super proud of myself. Uh, using a planner. Also not super consistent. Had periods when I was really into it. Took a little pause. Got back into it and then took a long pause. And then the year ended. That was interesting. So not super consistent. And then the one thing that I always say every year and I somehow can never do it um, is being present at all times. Very hard for me. I have a hard time being present. And we read uh, A New Earth and that book really just like opened my eyes. But somehow... I have a hard time because it, it just, I feel like it's going to slow me down in life. It's a good, it's uh, being present really is probably the most important thing because you are more aware, you listen more, um, you know your surroundings, you are in the moment. You're less but stressed. You're less stressed. But for me, I feel like um, it's going to slow me down because I'm always like constantly thinking about a million things. And I feel like if I focus on one thing, I'm going to forget other things. So that goes back to my planner and writing things down. So those were my determinations. <laughs> And uh, now let's talk about 2020. So let's start off with the diet. 
back to my diet. I would like to uh, be less of a pesca carbivore and be more of a pescatarian that's on a Mediterranean diet. Um, you Why know? don't you tell them what's a little bit about what a Mediterranean diet so, is? So a Mediterranean diet is basically the diet I already eat. So it's um, very little dairy and cheese, which is basically me now. I you know I only eat cheese. I don't really and don't consume much dairy. This girl, no, I'm just I'm kidding. No, um, you eat a lot of pizza. That's cheese. Yeah, but yeah. it's like. You act like you eat like a little cheese here. And well, there. I don't eat pizza every day. It's very little dairy. If I have two slices a week, that's very little dairy. Two slices of pizza a week, not okay. a day. Uh, okay, so that and then it's like a seafood diet and very little uh, poultry or or meat, which is I eat none and have a seafood diet. Um, the no white grains or like white flour. So like can't can't eat white pasta, anything with white flour, white bread. Um, that I need to work on. Um, but Lena and I have been eating like gluten-free pasta. It's really tasty. It's yeah, made it's with really brown good. rice. It's really good. So not super hard. Um, fruits, nuts, veggies. It's it's the best diet. It's the and a red wine, um, which is fine, easy red white wine. Um, you know, people that live a Mediterranean lifestyle have a Mediterranean diet. They usually live the longest, have the least amount of disease or sickness or illness. That's the research says, so um, I'm going to try to do that. And, you know, not a lot of fat in there. Oh, no processed meats, like no processed foods. So, no you know. processed sugar. No processed sugars. I don't really have a problem so much with sugar. It's like the fucking chips. It's her hot flaming the hot, hot Cheetos. Cheetos. The french fries sometimes. Doesn't say no potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, got to work on that. Um I'm going to do the same goal as last year for the planner. Use my planner. Lena and I got the same planner again. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, again, five book read. We did not increase that to six because the bitch don't have time. This bitch don't have time. Let's get Lena to five first. It's really hard to read five books. Like, my siblings read a lot. They would die laughing that but we like, can't read five books. But we're but they're reading for their careers. Yeah. And their jobs. Yeah, We're they, reading for fun. It's like... I mean, they also... The thing is, they also... They'll get books to read for fun Five as well. books for fun? My sister read 300 books in, like, the span of, like, two months. Well, your sister doesn't watch Real Housewives, so... No, no. <laughs> You know what's been my trick to finishing books? Um, I've been reading them in, like, I carry them, I bring them with me at all times. It's in my car. So if I ever have to sit and wait, like if you're at the DMV or, like, if I'm at the nail salon, anytime I'm, like, waiting, I read the book and it really, like, car wash, it really helps get through the book faster because I don't, it's very seldom that I have time to sit on my couch and read a book, you know? I, I, that's when I'm forcing myself because I know I have to recap the next day or whatever. But those are the times where I, I, I really finish, you know, the fastest is when I'm reading those moments. Instead of being on my phone at the nail salon or at the car wash, I just open my book and read it because, you know, I have to get through it. Lena's a little different because she needs to, like, hyper-focus and, mm -hmm. like, really highlight and take her notes, which is not my, bad. Bo both but, my brother and my sister was like, you're never going to finish that way. But you're never going to finish that way. Like, you just, you're not, we're not, like, you're not getting quizzed on it. I know, but I feel like I'm not, um retaining everything but I, like yeah so that's definitely I'm gonna make that switch and I mean I kind of started taking it with me too yeah but the thing is like you also have to the one thing I'll say is um I'm too busy so it's like if I don't even have time to like read or like 
like if I have too much work and I'm at the nail salon and I have to finish something mm-hmm. for like work, like then I'm doing too many things. And yeah. that's kind of my thing. I'm like, okay, I need to cut something out or something needs to get sacrificed. So yeah. that's kind of my strategy so I can hit that five book read. Yeah, girlfriend. Um, I want to start yoga once a week. I want to go back to yoga. Uh, I, for those of you who don't know, I was a child yoga star. So, um, that Excuse was me? Quiet t- you didn't know that? No. I used to I used to travel and teach yoga to kids. You're joking. No, I'm serious. I was in the yoga calendar. I was in... Um, oh my God. You learn something new every day. I was um, in a instructional yoga video. Like, you know how people have those aerobics videos that they do at home? I was in a yoga video for kids to learn how to do yoga at home. That's really cool. I did not know yep. that. And I stopped in sixth or seventh grade. So I was like young when I was doing it. Um, and I would take yoga classes here and there, but I really have not fully, like, consistently done yoga in years, so I'm probably going to be an amateur in there. I used to be able to stand on my head, I mean, like, everything. It's so funny, Chrissy Teigen tweeted, she was like, is there, like, a place to go do yoga as, like, a beginner in L.A.? Because it's, like, everyone in L.A. Mm-hmm. does yoga. And she's like, I want to spot that, like, the entire establishment, like, it's or the class is just for beginners or the, or the place. But I'm sure there's, like, beginner's classes. Yeah, there's, there's for sure. Because I'm going to need a beginner's class as well. Well, the good thing about yoga is you could do it on your own um, pace. It's kind of like Orange Theory, which I have to go back to, too, soon because I miss it. But you could do it in your own pace. You know, you just do whatever you can do. You don't have to go all the way down during the stretch. Like, you can touch your finger instead of, like, your whole palm. So, like, there are, you know. Modifications. Yeah, it'll work out. But I want to do it once a week because, you know, balance. Um, I definitely want to meditate. I haven't started, really, my determinations because I feel like January starts on the first, like, Monday, you know, because you're getting through New Year's, you're getting through that rough weekend, and then you really hit the ground running. So, um, I want to start meditating. I need to, you know, just five minutes max because bitch don't have time. Find your five minutes, Lena. That's um, Milana's mantra. She's like, find your five find minutes. Find your five minutes. If you're drinking your smoothie and all you have is five minutes, try to close your eyes. And, you know, there, everyone has five minutes. Just find them. Um, I want to start, uh, I have a savings account, but I really need to like kind of start my, a 401k because I'm not even thinking about that. I really don't want to, but it's like I probably should. Any smart person in business would tell me to, so... I need to post more on Instagram. I post once like every three weeks, really snoozing. Um, and I need to either go to church physically or I need to watch it online more. I used to watch it online like every week if I couldn't make it, but I kind of stopped doing that too. So now I need to just get back into that zone because, you know, when you're when you're attending church or listening to those kind of services, you are in a different mindset. So I want to get back into that mindset. Um, and then the last determination is the you know try to be present maybe not at all times but as much as you can be and that's that's another one of my goals and that's that Lena do you want to share one or two of your determined a lot of mine are like uh similar to Milana's but um let's like she didn't talk about like say for our production company we have like a client number that we're trying to mm-hmm. hit and then hopefully we'll like oh that's on here I skipped it right after yes <laughs> Um, and, um, like, a making a certain amount of money in that business. Um, I also want to meditate. I'm going to take yoga mm-hmm. once a week. Um, we're yeah. trying to be, pe- we're trying to be at peace in 2020. Okay. Lena and I are trying yeah. to be 
peaceful and rise high sp- speak to each other peacefully i know and <laughs> my mom thinks lena and i are like fighting at all times because we're talking to each other and like we're like who can talk louder it's really aggressive but like we're not fighting or anything it's just how we talk like no no lena <laughs> i think both milana's mom and sometimes gino is just like he literally just tunes us out. Oh, yeah. It's like we're not even here. Like, what are you guys fighting about? Oh, I don't care. Bye. Closes his little video game dungeon room. Yeah. And um, I also have, um, i starting a jewelry line. So I've been saying that. But I definitely wanted to launch in 2020. That's like a big goal. I, spring yeah. 2020 or like um, the between of spring and summer. So you guys can hold me accountable to that. If you don't, it's going to be good stuff. Yeah. Good quality shins. Yeah. That's my goal. So, yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, so this episode's a little shorter than usual, but that's okay. We'll be back next week with a full episode. Uh, again, DM me if there's any kind of topic you want to talk about. I already have one for next week, but, you know, there's plenty of Mondays to come. And we are here every Monday, hopefully every Monday, um, on a podcast apps or on YouTube. Visit um, at Starring Milan on Instagram to keep up with me. And, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Happy 2020.